Welcome to Feel Feelings with Danny and George, the show that talks about feelings and the things that make you feel them. What's up, George? How's it going? We weren't talking for 15 minutes before we're actually rolling. It's fine. Where it's all I'm, we just logged in. Welcome Who to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Dan, we figured that instead of getting a guest, uh, a past guest, to do the podcast episode uh, or the playlist episode, rather, we would uh, honor our moms because May is Mother's Day month. It's Mother's Month, uh, and I got to see my mom last week, which was fun. Uh, and you see your mom regularly, which must be nice. But yeah, pretty uh, cool. But we figured, like, oh, you know, there's we've talked about the music that reminds us of our moms, uh, whether that be like you know just songs that they sang or something, or like songs that they've really loved in, in the past. Uh, that we would make a playlist, uh, a Spotify game, sort of, uh, with songs about or and that our moms like. Now, this is not going to be like a normal one, right, Dan? No, we we have our our ten songs each predetermined but we don't have the order in mind and i don't know what you have and you don't know what i have yes however i did send you a text that a lot of the ones that my mom sent are not the titles of the songs (laughs) so you had some homework yeah my my mom sent me i mean a couple of them are a little different than they appear on spotify but they're all pretty much exactly right (laughs) all right uh, well, we flipped a coin before we did this. And by that, I mean, I flipped a coaster, a fight for your friends coaster. Did I ever show you those, Dan? No, but I, would, I wouldn't mind having one. Yeah, it's it's fight for your friends in like metalcore. And it says regret, unrest, and alcohol. It looks very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I dig that. <laughs> I'll send you one in the mail with stickers. Um, so I'm going to go first. And I have to do this strategically because, again, we, we probably will repeat stuff here and there. Maybe not. Maybe we will. We'll put it ever for it. But there's one that my mom suggested that I feel very strongly is probably also on your mom's list. So I have to go first. <laughs> OK, yeah, I, I have a, a good feeling that we're not going to overlap here. OK, I hope so, because my mom uh, initially gave me one. Uh, she when I asked her for a 10 song, she gave me like three from this artist, which I'd never realized she was this big of a fan of this person. Okay, uh, but we're gonna start off uh, the playlist with uh, something that makes me homesick for Philly, but also I guess is one of my mom's favorite songs Philadelphia Freedom by Elton John. Wow, yeah, I know she doesn't even live there. That's crazy. I, I, I now have to uh. Balance out when I'm going to drop in my own Elton John choice. There you go. We're, we, we still have to play the can't go back to back rule, even though we, we're stuck with the songs we're stuck with. So we, we can't not do Elton John now. Yeah, we, we're picking from a pool from uh, literal millions of songs down to 20. Yeah, we, we only have and 20 songs we can choose from. Yeah. <laughs> this was one of those artists that my mom was like, oh, I like Yellow Brick Road. I like from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I have literally every Elton John record because my mom just decided she didn't want her records anymore and they're mine now. I, there you go. Yeah, I, I am a massive fan and that definitely comes from my mom. That's like uh, all my uh, stepdad's Herb Alpert records. Okay. Huge Herb Alpert fan, barely. John, stepdad, loves Herb Alpert for some fucking reason. <laughs> I really hate Herb Alpert. <laughs> That's, yeah, totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, Dan, where are you going to go with Philadelphia Freedom? Hmm. All right. So if we're, if we're playing by the old rules and we have to find a connection from one to the other, I'm, I'm going to play Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. I don't want to go home. There you go. And the reason I'm going from Philadelphia Freedom to this song because there's like sister cities. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah, you get it. it Southside Johnny is a East Street band, kind of what a branch, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's also a song that my dad played on my parents' first date in Philadelphia. Cute. Yeah. What was the first song that you played for Meg? Oh, I don't know. I'd have to go back. I, it's a couple playlists. I'd be able to figure it out, but I'd, okay. have to, I'd have to go see what would be the first song on it. Because actually, one of the first things Meg and I did was play the game. So oh. like, I would just have to go and see what would be the first one in there. But yeah, I, I would actually be able to find it out. That'd be cute. Uh, I drove Casey from work to Melrose Diner, and I was listening to the Gogo Brodello album. <laughs> oh, cute! And she was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> All right, are you ready for the answer to the question? Yes. Be still, my heart, by the Postal Service. Oh, you were trying. Were Look you? at that! I wasn't even trying. So this is the first. You're just that big of a sap. <laughs> we we had barely been talking at that point, and I was going through a, a very rough time. It was just like a a nice thing to be making a friend, and mm-hmm. then I, I'm kind of through the playlist game. It was like, oh, this is this is pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so I have that's great, and I think it's cute, and I love you both very much. Uh, I am I am struggling between two. Okay, and I feel like I can get back to the other one the other way. So I'm gonna do a more modern song. Um, it's a song that isn't one of my mom's favorites, but it's a song that I sent her because it made me cry once. Uh, and I, you know how I'm just a toughie and never cry ever. Yeah. It's not uh, like, yeah, I don't ever once, not once, but this song made me cry because it's a great song. This song is like the context of this song is not, uh, what, like, it's not about a mother. But because of me leaving home pretty early, uh, because my parents moved to Jersey and uh, I stayed at my aunt's place for that see that year, that season, uh, that uh, that semester of high school. So and I've just kind of been bouncing around ever since that we've never really lived in the same town for longer than a year ever uh, since that point. I fell in love with the song so i'm going to add wherever is your heart by brandy carlisle okay it's a cute song i don't really know a ton of her but i think i think you might have told me that story before because yeah. i do know this song it's a it's a it's a it's a fun one uh that whole album's great it's like her most approachable album is it all kind of like singer songwritery? Yeah, it's it's almost like an ode to Fleetwood Mac. Like a lot of three-part okay. harmonies, a lot of acoustic fun jams and stuff. Uh, Mainstream Kid is a very fun bop of like an upbeat song. It's a good album. Listen to it. Okay. Puts me in a tough spot with the songs that I have here. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You know what? I, I feel like from from that one to to this one, it it just kind of 
is a is a good vibe connection. Vibe connects. Yeah, it it they don't they don't not make sense together. I want to do James Taylor, your smiling face. Smiling face. I don't know what Morris is singing. Your smiling face. Uh, that's cute. I, you know, I've never been a big James Taylor guy. I think the most I've ever loved James Taylor is his cameo, and I think Funny People. Oh, I don't remember, but that does sound familiar that he's in one of those. He yeah. plays a after party for MySpace. Oh. MySpace was still a thing and he's playing guitar on stage. And as he gets off, he goes, fuck Facebook. And everyone cheers and he walks <laughs> off stage. <laughs> uh, but that's great. I feel like I get that vibe. Yeah. And that, that's one of those where it's like, a vibe move. I don't necessarily associate James Taylor with my mom, but they're like, it's in the genre that she likes, but he's not one of the main standouts when I think about it. Gotcha. All right. I think that's great. I think that's good. I feel like we're flying through these. Uh, I'm going to do, because I was going to, this one was the original one I was going to put next to Southside John, but again, I'm going with a vibe. It's a similar kind of thing. Um, my mom loves this dude, and it's probably because. Uh, you know, he's from Long Island. But we're going to do New York State of Mind by Billy Joel. Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Our moms are similar in that way, aren't they? I mean, she she actually went Billy Joel free, but Billy Joel is another artist that I have a ton of vinyl for now. Yeah, same. Yeah, way like, too much Billy Joel. Literally all of it. Uh, <laughs> I think, he, you know what it is? I think Luke Roberge from Get in the Garage, he's he's always given me records that he just does not give a shit about. Uh, yeah. that being included, but we went to go see Billy Joel a bunch because my mom is a huge fan. So he just, I guess, assumed that like, I like Billy Joel too. So he gave me like every Billy Joel record or like every double Billy Joel record that he had because he's going to keep the ones that he likes. But I don't know if he likes that much Billy Joel. Yeah, I, I will say I, I do, act, I like Billy Joel. I have no problem with Billy Joel. I mean, first playlist game ever started with Billy Joel. Yes. Billy Joel was my first concert. But he's one of those people who kind of like grew from an actual like into an ironic like. Sure, I get like that. It, it just kind of, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we played Billy Joel right now, but like yeah. no one's actually enjoying it. And then you put on Captain Jack and it's 15 minutes long. You know, Captain Jack is the one in that situation that like saves the room because they're like, wait, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> He has a song about what? It's how long? <laughs> I remember we went to go see uh, him in Hartford when we were living in Connecticut. And he talked about looking out over the Bay of Connecticut and being like, whoa, that's Connecticut. <laughs> Someday I'll make it there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, he's just he's a good showman and it's fun. But I definitely get that ironic love of Billy Joel where you're just like, you, you know what we need? Moving song. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I will say scenes from an Italian restaurant came on and it's been a long time since I heard it. And I was like, all right, this song fucking rules. Like part of it fucking rules. <laughs> I feel like there is a divide between New Yorkers. It's like, it's kind of like how in New Jersey, you're like, you're half New York fans and half Philly fans. Yeah. There's a dividing line within I think the dividing line is New Jersey between the northern couple states like New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts, maybe a little bit, 
and New Jersey, Philadelphia, Delaware a little bit. And that divide is the Billy Joel, Bruce Springsteen demilitarized zone. (laughs) (laughs) And there are parts of New Jersey that love them both equally, and they are mostly North Jersey. But as soon as you head past Bergen and Essex County in New Jersey, that is fully Springsteen country. And once you get past Westchester and into Connecticut, that is Billy Joel country. (laughs) Yeah, you need to put on those blue jeans and pretend like you have never heard of Billy Joel. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Great. All right. What are you thinking? All right. Um, This is as good a place as any to to double up on the Elton John thing. The Billy Joel Elton John connection is kind of one kind of etched piano. In, I etched think it's in piano stone at this point. They they toured together for years. Like yeah, they but were, also piano. Yeah, they they were a double double act headliner for years years like years and years. They did it a ton of times. So the one that my mom picked for Elton John was the greatest discovery. Hmm. All right. Yeah, she chose that one because she said it makes her cry thinking of her children being happy together. Oh, she's a sap too. Yeah. All right. This actually sets me up for a really good one. Uh because it's one of the songs, it's actually on my like uh uh what am I trying to say? Like uh, honorable mention list. Okay. Um but when my mom stopped teaching and started uh, started working in insurance and like training to be an insurance agent, uh, she would play this song all the time because she was putting a lot of uh, hope behind this big move and moving her kids away from her family on Long Island and into Connecticut. And like, she's going to start her whole life and like everyone's on board, but it's also like, Oh, am I doing the right thing? And she needed like a pump up jam. And I swear to God, my mom would listen to this song every day and we're going to do lose yourself by Eminem. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a five and a half minute song. Oh yeah, it tells the whole story. Wow. Yeah, everyone everyone drops out at Mom's Spaghetti, but it's, it's it, it takes it's the all ride. in there. <laughs> yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer gets name dropped. <sighs> that is true. But yeah, lose yourself. My mom would bump this in her car and like in her headphones. She'd wake up and listen to this song every day. She fucking loves this song. She hates Eminem. Uh, but it's not that she hates Eminem. I think she just you know, it's uh, there's quite a few quite a lot of swearing. But other than that, it's got a nice tune kind of mentality to Eminem. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what would how modern hip hop would make it in my mom's list. It's It'd usually, be tough, right? Usually pretty, pretty quickly shut down. <laughs> so let's see, the, the connection. But- all- okay, got it. I was going to say, Connection, Elton John and Eminem love each other, and they did that performance together. So, like, it did work out where, like, I can oh, yeah, find it, a pretty solid connection. <laughs> it goes together, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's see. The the connection I'm going to ride here, because I, I don't have any real direct connections to yeah, Eminem. Yeah, I'm sorry here. about that. But it is, like, an actual one close to my mom. Like, this is a song that my mom likes. If When I sent to her, like, what are some of your favorite songs? This is in the top five favorite songs. I, I mean, this song is, is a classic. Like, it... It is one of those that will be around forever. So let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the connection that I was really surprised to see this one on the list. Oh, 
Um, not not because I'm I'm surprised by the band, but by the song. It is Shangri La by the Kinks. Yeah, cool. It's times like this I really wish that uh, my mom was really into the Shangri Las, but she is not that cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom, her her reasoning for including this one was because no matter how infrequently she hears it, she still knows all the words, and it's more obscure than American Pie. That is true. A song that is arguably not obscure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair, fair. Yeah, I am kind of more surprised that Shangri-La or the Kinks made the list in reference to American Pie, but American Pie... Spoiler alert, did not make the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'd, I'd pick the kinks over Don McLean any day. I mean, yeah, Vincent's pretty cool, but American <laughs> Pie is one of my, my least favorite songs of all time. I know of every word time? to it. it, it it's a, the spirit of the song is one of those that's like, kids suck. Rock and roll was better in my day. Everything sucks now. Kids are ruining everything. <laughs> And I have a hard time getting behind that. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Uh, I am having a little bit of trouble finding a next match for this song. Um, hmm. All right, so this one's a tough sell, but it's just a song that needs to be on this playlist because it's one that my mom likes to sing. She's not a singer, but she's always like loved to sing in the car and stuff. Okay. And she sings this at the top of her vocals all the time. So we are going to do... Uh, by Pure Prairie League, Amy. Okay. It's a weird, it's not like a fun transition, but it is like a good song. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's that's cool. It's a good one. She knows all the harmonies. I think my dad, like my birth dad, used to play it in his band all the time. So it's got like tied to like a band trying to do this cover at like some Long Island bar, which also makes me smile. <laughs> <laughs> Also, great album name uh, uh, for this song. I think it's the remastered version. I don't know if it's on the original album, but this album's called Bustin' Out, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Especially for the Pure Prairie League. Pure Prairie League, Bustin' Out. And it's a man getting kicked out of saloon doors with chaps on. Yeah, I, I think of Pure, pa Pure Prairie League and think, how am I ever going to say these words together in succession? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but after, after I have that thought, I, I think just like... Four people in flowy outfits standing in the middle of a field. Yep. They are the original Blue Jean Committee. I'm convinced. I don't care if that, <laughs> yeah. if that episode was about the Eagles. It is not. <laughs> All, All right. right. You're up. Okay. So from Pure Prairie League to hmm, not a lot to go on here. No. I got to fuck this playlist with Eminem, and I apologize. <laughs> Let's see. I'm, I'm trying to save one song for somewhere later because my mom intentionally picked one that is super long for us. Okay. So I'm trying to save that one. So you know what? I'm going to go Louis Armstrong, I'm in the mood for love. Oh, my God. Great song, but also I have a video to send you. So oh, yeah? uh, my uh, a buddy of mine 
Speaking of Louis Armstrong, it's the greatest video I've ever seen of all time. My buddy Jimmy, he's a fantastic guy. He always knows where to find like the fucking gems on YouTube, you know? Just like I, the I need those people to like teach me. The weird, the weird fucking videos. And he found a video of a guy singing to a MIDI copy of What a Wonderful World, but singing the lyrics to Apple Bottom Jeans that oh my god <laughs> and he just gives up halfway through <laughs> and after like whole club looking at her you just hear him say fuck <laughs> <laughs> all right you know what it's actually time to take a break so why don't we go to break and we'll okay. watch that video and then we'll come back from break <laughs> i'll find it because i want to watch that <laughs> if i send it to you via the phone is there a way for you to pull it up here Let me ask you guys something. Whatever happened to predictability? There must be some magic clues inside these gentle walls. Sometimes you get a feeling like you need some kind of change. I don't get any of those references. But each week on Talking Sit, Silas P and a guest do a deep dive and raise up the sitcoms that raised us. Did Mr. Belvedere really sit on his balls? Why do people call him Uncle Joey when he wasn't related to the Tanners? And does anyone else remember Head of the Class? Find out each week on Talking Sit with Silas P. but that's all i need <laughs> oh my be, god. welcome back to the show i hope you enjoyed We're the back. break oh my god it's the best thing in the world that was incredible <laughs> i mean there's nothing really as fun as a good louis armstrong impression and but... there might be but there's also a bad louis armstrong impression <laughs> that's true <laughs> an attempt <laughs> an attempt was made and that's all we can really hope for oh, oh. i'm so glad you enjoyed that Oh, you started boy. dying after the first line. I'm like, wait, wait. The the pretending like you were gonna sing it on on beat to the other song, and then being so far off in the first couple words. <laughs> oh, you can't plan that. You can't plan that. You no, can't. That's just that's just perfection. That is. Oh my god. That is bottled lightning. So good. Oh man! All right, so we did Louis Armstrong. It's a beautiful song. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, I'm in the mood for love. Is apparently the song my parents danced to at their wedding. Oh, that's cute. It was picked by my dad's aunt Mary, which my go, mom says not awkward at all. Yeah, fair. You know, they didn't have enough. You know, well, your dad's not the music guy, right? Your mom's the music person. I, I would guess that he had he had input on like that kind of stuff, but. Yeah, generally no. Yeah, he was just listening to Van Halen. 
Yeah. And his T-top Thunderbird. Yeah, my, my dad, I think the only band he's seen twice is ELO. And I'm like, you got secrets. Yeah, he's got, he's, your dad may have done DMT. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they, uh, they have their combined record collection and there's like, Born to Run and Linda Ronstadt, and that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the only thing that the two of them had in common. I'm like, okay. All right. Good for you. Uh, okay. So in the mood for love. All right. This one we've talked about on the show before, but it, it embodies the idea. Oh, there's a couple that embody the idea of, like, in the mood for love. One we've talked on the show before, but I kind of want to save it if we do honorable mentions at the end, because we've talked about it before. So I'm going to do a different one. Uh, this is part where uh, George's half of the playlist gets pretty country heavy. Uh, okay. Because we have Amy and everything else is pretty like, you know, mom bands, Elton John, Billy Joel, Randy Carlisle. Like I, you could see her like it came on the radio one day and she was like, oh, let me buy that on iTunes. It's uh, it's their mom, mom rock. But then. My mom went to college in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, University of Tennessee, Knoxville, uh, and got very into country. She's big into country. And this is one of the songs. There's a bunch of songs that actually she likes, but they're nowhere on the internet because they're all Garth Brooks songs. And <laughs> he does not have a Spotify account, which is upsetting. So we're going to do, I want to make sure I get the right album. All right, this one's got... 115 million plays so it's probably this one we are gonna do fishing in the dark by nitty gritty dirt band all right it's about in the mood for love you know what i mean he wants to show her where they fish in the dark and look at the stars okay you know i don't i think i'm kind of tapped on on that kind of song it's weird that's interesting yeah the, the rest of the stuff my mom has taken a very kind of specific, not that root thing. A couple of them, like Greatest Discovery is like, we have family love and Louis Armstrong. It's like, oh yeah, this was his first like wedding song. And then mm -hmm. like Southside Johnny, his first date song. Outside of that, it's like over for that. <laughs> like I'm totally like tapped on, on that kind of thing. You gotta think that my mom is a, is a, is a, is a divorcee so a lot of her songs are going to be like longing and heartbreak yeah. <laughs> or like or what was once she has a fond fondness for those times let's see i'm trying to trying to find any connection in the the couple i have left here but i don't really have one so i'm just going to go with a song that i think would be fun to hear after it fair it is Three Dog Night, play something sweet, parentheses, Brickyard Blues. All right. I want to be like the nerd, like the Steve Buscemi was a firefighter on 9-11 joke, where it's like, you know, Three Dog Night just means it's cold and you'd have to put three dogs on you. Yeah. You know that? I remember hearing that and I was like, that, was that an expression? I, I don't think so, like, did, but did it's Australia. Make, did you make that up? What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't question Australia. You know, that's, that's true. <laughs> um, In Australia, blankets are called dogs. <laughs> or dogs are just blankets. There's quite a few dingoes. Uh, yeah, that one, that one was a staple of every family road trip, along really? with like... So, songs not included in in the list here to choose from, but like 
Boxer by Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. And, you know, not all, not always the happiest songs. There was, there well, was that said, American Pie was one of them. Dead uh, Skunk. Dead, Dead Skunk, Skunk was we, we every talked about, single time. We talked about, we've had Dead Skunk on this playlist show. And we've also, uh, it's, it's made it into my country playlist on Spotify called Goes to Nashville Once. Um, yeah. I mean, Loud Wainwright, yeah, everyone needs to be more aware of him. But absolutely. yeah, Dead Skunk was hammered down my throat. I believe uh, Frank Turner owns an old guitar by Loud Wainwright the third. Oh, I'm, I'm currently reading his book, among others. It's either him or his son's book or his son's guitar. Like he's really weird friends with like Rufus. Oh, Wainwright. I saw him live once and it was one of the coolest things I ever saw. It must be neat. It was it was raining and it was on a festival pier and it used to be kind of where it is now, it's it's like the river is behind you, but it used mm. to be you're looking out over the river. And it was raining, it was absolutely terrible. And he started playing his version of Alleluia and it just stopped raining and the sun came out while he was playing it. Oh. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> you don't get to do that. I don't you don't need this. All right, so we play something sweet, Brickyard Blues. Uh, this song I'm going to choose is a sweet song. It is not the happiest of songs, but it's one of those songs that uh, I don't know if your mom did this because my mom's never been like, she's a music person, but she's not an intense music person. She's not like an albums person. She likes songs. She likes what she hears. That's kind of all she needs. Um, and when iTunes first came out and iPods, she was like, cool, I'll get like $100 and I'll pick like the 100 songs that I like. And those songs wound up becoming our songs because her her iPod would be in the car. She'd let us borrow it, that kind of thing. You're so young. We had mixtapes that my mom taped from her records. No, she would not do that. I will I will get into a story about songs that like the, how I know my mom is like a songs person. Uh, when we get to maybe honorable mentions, and I kind of want to add it, but because it's ridiculous. But uh, the song I want to choose it's a sweet song. Um, although the lyrical content isn't like the sweetest, but we're going to do Allison by Elvis Costello. Okay. That was, uh, 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 one that was played on the iPad on the iPod quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Elvis Costello is one of those that is actually on the list that my, my dad would likely choose from. Hmm. He's great. New Year's, yeah. New Year's model. This year's model is like my favorite record. It's such a good, fun dance. It's one of those records you put on you uh, like a party. Like it's one of those records you would put on at a party in the 70s and 80s and just be like, we're listening through this and it's going to make you dance and it's fine. Like it's going to work. It's going to, it's, it, it does what it needs to do. You know what yeah, I mean? It's one of those that like, it doesn't let the ball drop kind of mm -hmm. like, like you might not be paying full attention to it, but like you're good. <laughs> like you're, you're set for a while yeah. with that one on. Absolutely. You know, I, I am very excited about the opening that that gives me because there's a song on here that for the life of me, I was like, I don't, I don't know what possible connection I could find here. But Allison being the song Pining for Somebody who I'm never quite sure if it's, it's at the end of a relationship and they're with somebody else or somebody you were just always pining for and you never reached that level and now they're with somebody else. But uh, my mom's all-time favorite song is Worst That Could Happen by Brooklyn Bridge. I don't know this song. It is a song 
about a guy singing to a girl who is getting married, but it's all about like, I know this is the best day of your life and this is all you ever wanted, but it's the worst that could happen to me. Oh, selfish. So it's a very selfish song, but it is one of those kind of like bombastic orchestral, like what, like 60, probably late sixties type songs where like everything just feels more important. But this whole song is just like, how could you get married? How could you do that to me? Yeah. I'm and, sure that I'm sure the person in the song has no idea who this person is either. Cause yeah, that's, the, that's the creepazoid that we like to put on a pedestal and be like, yeah, we're listening to him. He's got emotions. No, he's a fucking weirdo, dude. It, it's a song written by Jimmy Webb, who, I mean, has written some of the best weird songs of all time. I mean, most, most notably MacArthur park. Yeah, sure. Uh, the closest thing that I've written to something that like, selfish leaning as a song like I, it's never been released because i can't find a good spot for it but it's it's called uh, there's some author that put out the story that he was like dying from some disease uh and he the way he phrased it in this press release i guess there was like a, a like a post or it was very poetic so i don't know if it would be like in a newspaper or anything but he wrote like i've asked my wife to be my widow so I wrote a song called Will You Be My Widow? And after reading back to it, I was like, this is selfish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but okay, I get what you're feeling here. All right. Worst that could happen. It's between two right now. And I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going to take the title of this song and put it to the human um, that... I'm talking about on the next song. My mom loves this song. It's a great eighties hit. I'm sure she heard it. It was, I'm pretty sure that this was like the last song that she heard on the radio and was like, Ooh, okay. I like this song. And then she started having kids and then just did not tune into music at all. Like was not like chasing music at all. You know, does that, did your mom have that excuse of like, I don't listen to music. I started having kids in the nineties. So like everything from the nineties on. Yeah. But she also kind of, dropped that excuse when we started getting into music okay so she she has to stretch from like so my, my brother was born in 85 so like mid 80s through like probably the next 10 years mm-hmm. where I like just you know nothing and then we started listening to like smash and she was like okay maybe i need to pay more attention to what's happening in music because <laughs> like bad habit would come on and like the you stupid dumb shit goddamn <laughs> like okay okay maybe bad i need mom, to pay bad mom all maybe right i need to pay attention <laughs> backtrack backtrack all right so this one is a little i thought this song came out a little later but I still believe that like this was playing on a radio a couple years after it came out. And she was like, Ooh, this is catchy. Cause my mom catches things late. Uh, but it is also the worst that could happen to a human. Cause th- this person's really let themselves go. And it's I'm sure in trouble in some way, but we're going to do goody two shoes by Adam. Ant. Okay. And I'm doing this one because she also re- uh, asked if we could do uh, like the Hey song rock and roll number two. And I was like, we're not no. putting that on nope. the fucking playlist. <laughs> at all and she was like but why it's so catchy and then i had to explain to her child pornography and extradition rights <laughs> <laughs> what a fun conversation to have with you i know right but yeah this song it's fun it's uh it's i think my favorite adamant song it's their most popular one um but woof like he looked so cool at live aid and then 
uh, if you look at pictures of him now, it's like, wow, you really didn't give this whole flamboyant thing up, did you? <laughs> yeah. You're still trying to stand and deliver, but your knees are going to give out, sir. Please. We were Please just sit. talking on uh, Rank Bank because uh, The Cure came up. Uh, oh, yeah. Just talking about what, what's happened to Robert Smith where, like, it doesn't seem unintentional where every time you see him, he just looks different and you can't decide if it's worse. <laughs> we need, I know they would never agree to meet in a room, but we need to get Adam Ant, uh, Morrissey and Robert Smith in a room together. And maybe they can just all commiserate about how terrible they look. <laughs> one, of the, one of the funniest things that was said during that whole conversation, Eric Todd, hilarious comedian was like, you know, I just kind of appreciate that. Robert Smith made it long enough to get fat. Yeah. You know what? That makes sense. It's like, you know, <laughs> like everyone else in that just kind of is done or dead. You know, he stuck around and he got fat and he's still doing it. Yeah. Here's, here's my dream. All right. Adam at uh, Morrissey and Robert Smith meet at like a La Quinta in uh, conference room area, just so they could like look at each other and stuff. And then at the last second when they're like finally understanding like, Hey, you know, we've been rough on each other and we've been rough on ourselves and maybe we need to just accept who we are and go out there and do things. Cause like, you know, like I'd like to see like Morrissey, like own up to the shit that he's been doing. And then at the last second, Bruce Springsteen at 75 just comes in on his motorcycle, flips them all off and then rides out into the sunset. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> never mind. We'll never look that good at 70. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's the it's the update of the uh Mecca Streisand episode at South Park. Yes. <laughs> All right, what do you got? All right, going from goody two shoes. Hmm. Running low on choices here. I'm gonna put in the song that I've I've kind of been dreading this whole time. <laughs> I have one of those too. Oh, hmm. I might not be able to. I might oh, to is it not available? Choice. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to do that one because it's not the actual song. It seems like it was just him talking. Yeah, and the, the song itself does have a really long introduction. Hmm, that is kind of a bummer because I, I was looking forward to actually playing the song, just dreading its presence in the playlist. Yeah, I get that. Because it's a 19-minute song. Oof. All right. So changing gears from that one, uh, I'm going to keep all that stuff in. So I'll, I'll say it was Commitment by Harry Chapin. And You're going to try to put a 19-minute song in this playlist? Yeah, it's the, the whole song. It's like... Your mom's trying to ruin our show. You do realize that. She's trying to sabotage the show from the outside in. I mean, the, the reason that this song is a song that stands out to her is because it was one that when it was her turn to pick the music, that she would pick it just so that she would have more time with her music. Oh, that's fair. That's so, actually very clever. Yeah. I mean, she, she was doing it. It's very, not, not even sneaky, because it's not like, it's like pulling the wool over someone's eyes. Like everyone knows what's happening. It's just like rules are rules. I guess you got Sorry. us on this one. Yeah. yeah. All right. So instead of that one, I'm going to go... With the other Harry Chapin that was initially listed as an honorable mention, but because commitment fits, I just it's not there to play. Commitment is the connection, but I'm going to play Circle by Harry Chapin. All right. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think we can play this this game for Father's Day because it would be a lot of cats in the cradle. 
yeah unfortunately yeah circle uh, circle is the song that I, I'm, I'm surprised when, when my mom says worst that could happen is her favorite song i'm pretty sure it's circle <laughs> like circle is the song that she once played at her funeral and all like all that song all fun fun stuff comes up when we're drinking a lot and she puts it on and then it's like oh great thanks for reminding us all yeah actually this helps me choose my next song yeah uh, and she she used to because a uh, temple in Ambler used to have a music fest and he was a, like a regular feature of the temple music festival. And she would just sneak in and just like sit in the back of the area and see Harry Chapin all the time. And um, one of the stories she was telling me is like a lot of the times it was either like there's trees around the back and you just kind of climb the tree and you get to see it or there's like holes and fences and you go through like that. But one time my grandfather just asked the guards and they were like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, what shenanigans can you get into at a Harry Chapin concert? You know what I mean? But like, imagine being dropped off by your dad to break the rules and then getting permission from your dad. Yeah. Right. That's great. My grandpa, I don't think he would have done that. He was, a, I guess he wasn't a rule follower. He was, he was the, how the hell are you guy? You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. Is, you know, a rich white dude going to the country club, got a scotch, got a cigar. Oh, Bill, how the hell are you? That kind of guy. Yeah. My, my grandfather for sure was a do whatever you want. I want to see where this goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I liked him. Uh, all right. So speaking of funeral songs, um, not really a bum out song for like a funeral, but my, uh, I guess I guess speaking of grandpa's, my grandpa really liked the song, so my mom played it on her iPad at his funeral. Uh, she loaded it with songs that he think he was like. It was all just her of songs reminding me of her dad, kind of thing. But I love this song. It's got one of my favorite little vocal parts in it that makes me laugh every time. So we are gonna do "King of the Road" by Roger Miller. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it, I guess because my grandpa would travel a lot with the company and stuff. And because like ever since my mom started RVing, uh, which I think she stopped now because she I, I've told this story on the podcast before where she had an RV. She was all excited to drive around and go to different places and explore things after the pandemic got out. And then she drove to Sarasota, Florida, found a cheap home and was like, OK, we're selling the RV. And now I live here. <laughs> <laughs> she just sold her shit. So yeah. she had no way to get home. <laughs> Man, my parents went the other way. They were like, you guys are all out of the house. We're thinking about downsizing. And then they bought an RV and they're like, we're probably never leaving. We have an RV now. <laughs> yeah, we can go wherever we want. Uh, but King of the Road is such a fun song. That part at the very end, the <laughs> in the second verse, it's fantastic. Uh, it's in my range. So it's on my like vocal warm up playlist. You can hit the air. <laughs> yeah, I want to see if I can hit the air. There's a couple songs in like my vocal warm up playlist. It's a lot of country. It's this song. It's uh, Bobby Darren. Um, which is like none of the music that I play, which I think is very funny. Uh, but King awesome. of the Road. All right. Again, well, it's it's a it's a country corner over here. I I only have two songs left. Okay. And my my other song needs to be the last song to okay. make it this far and go third from the last would not be doing the song justice. So the other song needs to be the last song. Okay. So. Just on, on basis of that, I'm going to play Josh Ritter, Awesome Kind of Dream. Oh, I know one song by Josh Ritter, and it makes me happy. Yeah, this song, um, yeah, the song's incredible. My mom said it's 
I think social justice songs are amazing and shouldn't all be from the 60s. And yeah, yeah, that's true. The, However, song, I am also a child of anti-flag, so. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's the singer-songwriter protest song. <laughs> This, they have one trillion dollars. That's acoustic. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. This, this song is is absolutely beautiful. Mm. I like the uh, getting ready to get down. I think that's such a fun bouncy dance song that he does. Yeah, um, he, he was one. My mom, I think, like that's same. Like heard it on XPN and was like, "Yep, I'm gonna just gonna listen to this forever." Okay, I, I'm pretty sure. Like it got to the point where like this is just what was on for the cat when they would leave the house now. Like <laughs> it's just always on. <laughs> uh, all right, fair, fair. Now this is tough because I feel like the next couple songs are like party jams. Wait, what? I get one more, right? This is your last this is my choice. Last choice. And then can we talk about honorable mentions if we have any? Well, I'm kind of out of honorable mentions, but we can talk about yours. Damn. Yeah, because I, I came into this game with eight songs, and now I have three left over. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I got to do it. I got to bring the party. And we've already talked about the one so much. Because um, we we uh, I forget what episode it was, but a song that reminds me of my mom that shouldn't remind me of my mom is Keep Your Hands to Yourself by the Georgia Satellites. Yes. It's a, it's not a song that should remind anyone of their mother. Uh, but she rec- she said, this was one of my favorite songs. Um, and then she did not use the correct name of the song. So in Cindy's words, we're going to do Mr. Fahrenheit. But the actual song is That's Don't what Stop my Me. my mom calls it. <laughs> Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. <laughs> Oh my God, that's hilarious. It must hilarious. have been like a release on the back of the record that said Mr. Fahrenheit. Like there's got to be like an old like B-side single or something, right? Yeah, what is this Mandela shit going on? It's so weird. That is wild. Like it, it took until Shaun of the Dead for it to even register that that's the song she was talking about. <laughs> and like we, we had to have heard it. Like she had to have like say the name and play it and like just never registered that she was talking about the same song. And then it came on in that. And it was like, she was like, Oh, is this? And it's like, Oh, like that. That's when it clicked. <laughs> that's so that funny. is wild. That like all moms just do not call this by its real name. I figured that would be a fun one. We already talked about keep your hands to yourself, but it is like, that's a song that she like hits all the notes and does the weird like voice crack things when she's singing it. It's, it's a fun one. Um, that was like my last honorable mention, but then I have one more honorable mention, but let's roll into yours. Uh, what is the last song, Dan, that you've patiently waited to put, put it at the end? I got a feeling it's sensitive and not ironic. Oh no, it is not sensitive. This song is just a goddamn banger. <laughs> it, it is like easily one of, one of those that is like a permanent fixture in my own top 10. It is David Bowie, Life on Mars. There you go. I knew David Bowie would be showing up here at some point. Yeah, I, I saw David Bowie live with my mom. And Life on Mars Live is one of my absolute favorite concert experiences of all time. He started to play it and it was just fucking it up, just absolutely messing it up. And he he did it and it was it was off. He wasn't getting the words right. And then he tried again and he was like, all right, fuck it. We'll, we'll try again later. And went to the next song and then came back later and was like, all right, ready for it? We're going to, we're going to get it right this time. And <laughs> fucking like owned it. 
there it was go. so good <laughs> having that whole like communal experience to go along with it. it oh man that, that whole that whole show was one of the best shows i've ever seen i know that this is by no means at that level but that reminds me a lot of uh like the real big fish live album where they purposely started over their first song multiple times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they started alternative baby. I think three times we're like, pretend you didn't see us close the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fucking train wreck. That's great. That's a great last choice. And yeah, it's like something that's like close to like your relationship with your mom too, which is great. All in yeah. all, this playlist is really, really good. Uh, I uh, the last song that I did not get to add, and I think we've left off at a good spot, so it will not be added. I'm sorry to everyone that wanted this song, but <laughs> I would not allow it. We'd have to find another place to put four it. Four years. The next time we play the Spotify game, I will find a way to get this in. Four years. My mom had this red Dodge Stratus that she would drive us around in. It's like her single mom car, right? And in that cassette deck was. Uh, in that, I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. In that broken cassette tech <laughs> was the Flipper soundtrack. <laughs> and okay. the first song <laughs> that is on the Flipper soundtrack is In the Summertime by Shaggy. <laughs> and awesome. she fucking loves Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, there's not a chance I'm letting that close the playlist. No, but <laughs> no. I'm not going to ruin this beautiful moment. Though. That is hilarious. Bowie. She fucking loves Shaggy, Dan. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the last three songs in this playlist, my mom will just listen to over and over and then go Perfect. back to back to Josh Ritter, play the last three over again, back to Josh Ritter, play the last three over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think we got a really nice thing here. Uh, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, I'm Dan, that's George. and Close enough. That was a show. I hope you guys enjoy it. Enjoy what your Wednesday. That's when this usually comes out. Uh, and you know, call your mom, call your mother. Feel feelings is a wasted robot production. Editing done by Dan Getz. Music by George Bruderman. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Feel Feelings Pod, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm backslash Feel Feelings. If you're ever feeling any heavy emotions and feel like there's nowhere to turn to, please don't hesitate to reach out to us or to any of the resources in the show notes. Thanks for listening. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records. Or it's such a professional show.